I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Ninety Day Fiance. This is season six, episode fifteen. Time indeed does not, as we found out, heal all wounds. Indeed. There are some open and gaping wounds. I I I, I, I feel like that was such a great title. It really blankets all these couples. Or at least the two, I think the two uh, feuding couples. Yeah, none of these that are that are uh, continuing to have disputes in their families. Right, so the, I do it. This is the big one. Yeah, right? this was quite the episode. This is what we were waiting for. Right. This is kind of what we needed to have happen. I said, wow, this was great. I wish the whole season had been like this. You said, well, he'd been leading up to it. Uh, I been, said, yeah, tiringly. All season. There have been a lot of fights, a lot of people in jail, probably. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that Andre and Charlie are not... They're done. ...fans of each other. Right. I don't think that is ever going to be any better at this point. Because, I mean, Andre did stand up, which is kind of a macho, you know, chest-pumping kind of thing to do, but Charlie did put his hands on him. Yeah, and Charlie and comes Andre's in. Andre's not going to let that go. Charlie comes in with, um, I'm here, call, call the cops. Yeah. And he's such a, I think he's just such a turd. Right. I think. And, and if you've listened to our regular podcast <laughs> this weekend, then you know that is a provoking thing also. Right. <laughs> For everyone. Yes. Once you call the police, things change. <laughs> yeah, the rules are different. I mean, everybody knew what was going to happen. We knew, they knew, we knew because we saw the preview, I don't know, six, seven weeks ago that there was going to be a fight. But everybody knew what was going to happen. And it happened. What was it, uh, Charlie? No, it was Andre called um, Libby's sisters. He called them entitled bitches, is what he said. And called Charlie... This is in the car. A broken ass prick. <laughs> this is what he said about. And so Libby's response was. Was there any question how he felt about it? No, there was not. Libby said, don't say that about my sisters. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't say, don't call my siblings names. She right. didn't say, you know, why you got to say that stuff about all of them. No, it was specifically. Her sisters, so it was okay to call right. Charlie those things. Andre said, I, we, I don't want to stay long. This is not going to go well, and I can't hold back if they keep on. And you know, you saw it. Well, I guess they got there first, and uh, Chuck was pretty complimentary to Andre. Loved his excitement that right. he was probably hasn't seen that in Any Charlie kids in, a while. in a while. Right. And so as they start to come in, we start to find out that it had probably been quite some time. Qu- yes, since at least a Chuck month. Chuck had spent any time with any of them. Yeah, he had backed off completely, and so and they that, were all resenting that. Right, they were. Um, um, you could just see that there was animosity there because it and that was. That would have to be intentional if you consider that they all worked in the same business. I together. don't think. I think they're. 
They like, don't like go to the said, same office, like right? Like one of them said, when was the last time you called me about purchasing a property? You know, so it, he, he wasn't dealing in It made it seem them. like that used to at least be a regular, a regular thing. thing. Right. Yeah, because Becky and, and Thomas, when they come in, they really said, well, how are your kids and... How are your yeah. kids? So they haven't and been seeing each other, like, at all. That sounds like you haven't been calling, talking, messaging, right. following on social media, right. whatever you want. They've just not been around there. Yeah. They all distance themselves from each other. I think Thomas is soft. I made a note yeah. of that. I'm not well, sure he why. he blows with the wind, doesn't yes, he? Yes, he most certainly does. But all the girls come in. They all come in with some snippy snide comment becky comes in with what are you guys drinking champagne celebrating your newest deal and jen's kind of the same thing she just comes in just kind of you know throwing out little yeah. bombs yeah i mean yeah. it's it's like wow and you see how things get on you're just antagonizing you're each other you're doing it right and our charlie comes in announcing stuff i would you know i kind of wish andre had kind of told charlie just to sit down hey just sit down this is going to happen anyway uh-huh. it was just a matter of time and it's going to just explode um the fight starts megan jumps in and this is when i mean we knew the fight was happening we knew andre and charlie were going to go at it roll around but what we didn't know was like Becky's reaction. Yeah, I think that was the most shocking scene it. in the whole episode. So they had the first, really, the fight happening. And then they broke away to another scene. Then we came back again. They showed it again. And after we got through half of it, I said, stop. Because Becky had said something crappy about Charlie. I said, let's rewind it. Watch the fight. And I kind of want to watch Becky and what's going on. How she's reacting to everything. Right. And she, because they were yelling stuff about trailer and who was trailer. And I thought. It was Megan who was yelling that. No, no. It was Becky yelling it at Megan. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. No. Oh, okay. It was so, hard to tell. Right. I thought it was Becky yelling it at like Andre <clears throat> when we first watched it. I did it. too. But as soon as Becky turned later, that's when I had you go back. And that's when we saw that it was becky going at megan calling them trailer trash yeah i'm like what there's something else going on here and that was cool and then we kind of saw as it went on that that they were starting to blame charlie yeah what drew our attention to look at that again was that after they got outside and becky comes out of nowhere it seemed like and said to chuck almost yelling at him this is all charlie's fault Mm-hmm. He has a problem. You need to get him help. And we were like, whoa, what just happened? Back it up. Right. <laughs> Where did this come from? So it turns out Megan had jumped in and started, you know, I guess when Charlie hitting, was down. Hitting, yeah, um, ch- uh, hitting Andre, Andre in, the in the head while they were tussling on that the floor. That didn't phase him. No, he probably didn't even notice. Right. And then uh, she turns around and gets into it with Libby. And apparently pushes her away, but scratches, scratches her in the face I while she see, did it. I didn't see any scratches on her yeah. face, so maybe but she touched she's her. She's putting her hands on her. That's not cool. I love that Thomas was acting all tough, especially here. They got Andre pinned at the front door, and that if if you didn't know it, 
and we haven't seen a lot of him. That is Jen's husband. Yeah, we the big really guy seen him at all. that was holding Andre back. You still yeah. never saw his face. He kept right. his face away from the camera. He must have some kind of agreement to not be on camera. That that's, happens. That's the only time I've seen him. Yeah, and they're separated, so yeah. I guess it was a family get. I think what happens is if you think fights are going to happen, you want to bring the biggest guy. <laughs> I want to have the biggest guy on my side. <laughs> You know, and Andre didn't engage with him either. That guy yeah. held him off and held right. him back. So mm -hmm. I'm guessing he's truly a neutral. Funny that it took that big guy to hold Andre back. And Andre wasn't like fighting him, though. Uh -uh. I mean, I'm saying he wasn't trying to get away. He was steadily moving, trying, waiting for a window so he could break free. Uh -huh. But he wasn't engaging uh, Jen's husband. No. It was Thomas was screaming and yelling, get him out of here. Like Thomas is all direct in the that, scene. right? <laughs> he's just whichever way the wind is blowing yeah, is the he's side else. Thomas is on. I thought it was great. They said you need to get Charlie help, and this was. And Thomas said that his he said that he is a child, and said that he's got the vocabulary of a five-year-old lunatic. Yeah, like where did that come from? Yeah, so something tells me that um, this is not the first time that Charlie has been out of line like this and acted a fool because they wouldn't have made all these comments what? about just this recent right. stuff. I... Saying he's got a problem, you need to get him help, he's out of control. Right, you wouldn't say that. Right. You would say that if there's been a pattern of behavior over a long period of you time. You said something earlier. Yes. Yeah, so like, what? Clearly. I never expected this to happen. <laughs> so, I never saw it. Yeah, it so, was all you knew this was going to happen. Right. So clearly, I mean, long before Andre came on the scene, they've seen some stuff before. Yeah, Charlie's, I guess, always been a turd. Right. You were saying you, you assumed that he was the bully. Yeah, I totally. His personality, I totally picture him being the mouthy bully because he's a tall guy. He's an ant compared to Andre. But if you look at him against everybody else, he's kind yeah. of a big guy. Right. And, and he's got that taunting kind of mouth and yes. personality. And I guarantee you he was the kid on the playground bullying all the other kids. Yeah, he's, got, he's got that attitude that really needs to be punched. Yes. And you even saw it there, is that Andre got him to the ground and said, well, he got me to the ground, but yes, I'll be yeah. back. Oh, so funny. He's talking like such a tough guy. Yeah, and Andre, Andre said on his way out, I will kick his ass every, every time. time I see him. <laughs> I'm going to beat the crap out of him every time I see him. That was funny. <laughs> Not just once, right? but each time. Oh, I love how tough Charlie was talking. Just yeah. talking tough as he was walking to the car. Yeah. And then? And then he gets in the passenger seat. His wife drives him off. <laughs> I was cracking up. And I said something, and you go, well, it's okay if a woman drives, because I generally drive when right. we go somewhere. But I said, the difference is he's trying to talk all macho and be right. this tough guy. <laughs> he's a it's passenger simple. for his wife. The reason you drive everywhere we go is because of why? Uh, I like to drive. <laughs> because if I had to drive us, we would never go anywhere. Right. Well, that's true. That is what would happen. That's true. Say, well, not going. I'm just never going anywhere. Right. So if we want to go anywhere, you're going to have to take us. Right. Because you've decided where we're going. Right. Because I'm not going. 
Right. And like, we definitely right. not stopping anywhere else. I'll, if driving. I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah. So that is the only chance of us doing stuff. That's true. That is it. That's <laughs> the only one. I think we've established that the absolute, what was it? We had, remember Andrew from Single yep. Life? Uh-huh. That was Single Life, wasn't it? Or no, that no. was, what was that one? Uh, it was. Um, was that the regular show? Yeah, the regular show. The, yeah, it was the regular 90 day. Yeah, because she was from France. Yeah, they just stayed single. Right. <laughs> Andrew was an international negotiator or something like that. Whatever. International relations was his. One thing we've realized is Chuck is not a mediator. No. He has absolutely zero mediation skills. <laughs> he, You know what? I know where Libby gets the crying from now. From Chuck. It's from Chuck. Oh, my God. Chuck. Uh, he was crying like a girl. Right. I felt bad for him, though, yeah, as a parent. I, I mean, I get I it. I get it. But this is a show, so I guess I'll laugh at him. <laughs> the, at, when it ended, Becky and Thomas were kind of mad at everybody, and we're not having anything to do with either of you guys anymore. Yeah. And we don't even need the business. We're, we'll go do our own thing. Which is contradictory to everything that we've had the whole entire season from right. Becky and Jen. Right. You're cutting me out. You're cutting me out. That's wrong. You're taking from my family. Andre should have tried to beat up beat up uh, Charlie sooner. <laughs> then we right. Got, it's the big exit. Because Andre says he's not leaving the business. And that's what he said. I'm not leaving. All through this episode was uh, he wanted them all to leave and just leave him and Chuck to do all the business. Yeah, I'm not leaving. The other fight, or at least the aftermath of the fight, Kalani and Asuelu, it ends with Asuelu uh, kindly escorting his mother and half-sister out the front door. And locking it. Yes. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Asuelu says he never wants to see Tammy again. Yeah, he's done with her. But she'll be at the tell-all, so sorry. Running her mouth some more. I still think his blanket was in poor it was it was not good it was but he did apologize to her for that yeah, it he was said nothing he, did, he didn't foresee the reaction that he thought it would be sweet you know it's just they're different perspectives yeah. her mom says that she's proud of Asuelo and how he's grown yeah she uplifts that was nice yeah she uplifts the entire group says very kind things yeah before Telling them that she's selling the house, yes. moving, and they have to get their own place. You, before she, he says, Suela says, kicking them out. Lowe's kicking them out. You did notice, didn't you, that she didn't say, I, I, we need to sell the house and move so we can be closer together. Do you want to come with us? <laughs> that never was uttered. <laughs> right. That's what I wrote here is, why can't they go? Yeah. Well, she said, you guys were talking about getting your own place anyway, right? And then Kalani's like, well, we can't really afford that right now. Swaley just had this accident. we got to recoup that money. So, not looking good. Now they're totally stressed They've out. done a very poor job. They have. In these last two years of preparing for this. Right. Just poor. And all, completely. From cranking all these kids out. I mean, it's just two. I get it. But... In two years, he's made no progress in a career. Right. And if that's all you're relying on, they shouldn't have had the second It's kid. very short-sighted yeah. to be uh, an Uber driver or whoever. It just is because it's, right. it's not a long-term career. 
Right. It's and, a finger in the dike solution to a short-term problem. And because she has help there, she could have done some work and help put some money aside so that they could change their circumstances. Yeah, and that's still short-term. I mean, at some point, some one of those two need a career. Right. They're, I would assume that they're going to be a single but they're not income even, I'm family. I'm saying they're not even at a point where he could have a, an accident, a car accident, and they can recover from that. Yeah. I mean, you can't live like that. You have to have money put away for the unexpected because the unexpected always happens. Right. People who could live like that would be Brandon and Julia. Right. Not a mom and a dad with two kids. Right. Asuelo does, I think he feels pressure. They had that scene of him breaking up stuff, and that was whatever. But he got to meet a guy who, oh, the poor fella, right? Yeah. He, uh. That wasn't the best advice. No, probably not. And it's not going to go over well. He he hasn't met Kalani. He ought to be considered a goofball. (laughs) Because that's the kind of advice that the goofballs give Michael. Right. Hey, unless the plan is. Let's go there, get some more cash, be on the next season of The Other Way. <laughs> that could, that's something they could do. It looked like they had their little volleyball scene. It looked like Kalani was having nothing to do. She slipped into typical American fast. Yeah, she did. She, she thinks herself as Samoan. Ooh. But she's not. But she's not. She and really that, is. That's what he's talking I mean, about. You can call yourself and check real a box. Samoan. We know what he's talking about. She takes offense to that. She's no Samoan. She, if she was Samoan, she'd consider going there to live. She's got some Samoan blood. That's the extent right. of her being Samoan. She not even thinking that it's a possibility. Yeah. And that's crappy because well, she up. said her reason is because she didn't want to leave her friends and family. Well, guess what he did? Right. For the last three years. Mm-hmm. And she won't even consider temporarily even checking it out, even though they might be financially in a better place. Right. So Well, that's it's the crappy. same of, I know what you've done. And, I mean, I, I could segue kind of two things here. I could segue into Tiffany and Ronald, but I think it more falls into Jovi and Yara. Because Jovi's in the same boat. Mm -hmm. Yara has given up her family, her friends, and come here. All of her support. And Jovi can't seem to give up his, what what did he call it? I think he called it his personality. I'm not going to change my personality. Yeah, I love how you then immediately said, oh, his personality is to go to strip clubs? That's his personality. (laughs) That's not a personality. (laughs) My personality would be, I don't know, maybe I'm a little short-tempered or... Apparently it's drinking and blowing kisses at girls with their titties out. Well, maybe you should keep him away from Angela at the tell-all. <laughs> be flipping he's do- about to get an eyeful, isn't he? I wonder if he's got any dollars to throw at her. Flipping dollars that be, that at Angela. Funny? Boy, Gwen. Whew. You know, Gwen wow. had that one... I think that one time about them co-sleeping, that she was a little rough on Yara. Uh-huh. But Gwen, I think she... She's keeping it real. Yeah. She's a girl after my own heart. I want to be her as a mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. You're not perfect. Gwen's not perfect, right? No. But you know what? She's keeping it real. She's With not her clouded kid. about the 
actual reality of her child's situation Why? just because it's her child. Did you go to a strip club if you didn't want to? Right. Is what so she she's said. schooling both of them at the same time. Yara says Jovi didn't sleep here. Oh, Gwen was not cool with Right, her. and Jovi came in and she goes, well, what did she say? Oh, you managed to work your way back, is what <laughs> she said. And he goes, he gets on the defensive. Yeah. Well, she slapped me. So I think he's expecting Gwen to go. And turn on Yara. You hit my son? Right. No, that was not the reaction. No, she it says. Was, well, did you deserve it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, did he did, it? as a matter of fact. <laughs> I guess as a podcast, uh, this is a disclaimer that we do not encourage violence between we any do not. couples. However, as a spouse, this if you are blowing show. kisses and throwing dollars at some chick with her boobs out wearing a G-string, we're probably going to have some kind of problem. Is that against the rules? Uh, that is against the rules. Because if I would have known, <laughs> if it would have said somewhere that I wasn't supposed to do that, then maybe I wouldn't. But everybody, I thought everybody does that. I have a question. Have you ever even been in a strip club? In Georgia oh when I was underage at Fort <laughs> Gordon. Uh. I don't even know how we got in. Wow. Because I was probably 19 wow. at the time. But it's a military town, so yeah. Augusta, Georgia. I guess they figure if you can be on the military, then... It's still probably not legal, but <laughs> that's fine. She slapped me. Gwen pulls a a uh, Kalani's mom and compliments Yara here. Said that she doubted her for her green card status. Thought that maybe she questioned her intentions with Jovi, but Yara has completely proven her wrong. Yep, that was nice. So she's taking the baby, tells him to get together, and for Jovi to get it together. Yeah, she says, you need to have a talk, and you need to have a long talk. And Jovi, you need to change. And you need to listen. And he says, sarcastically, mother. Thanks for the great advice. <laughs> yes, thanks for the great advice. And then, But, so, this is the scene where they go down to the beach, and you expected them to work it out. Him to have uh, an, an epiphany, epiphany right. and to go, all right. I've realized the error of my ways. But no. And I'm going to change. But no. I think everybody on the planet right now knows how wrong he is. Except for him. Except for him. Mm. I wonder if he'll look back and watch this season and see himself as a complete asshole. I wonder if he could have gotten a better edit. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't, I can't put any of his actions in any better context. I'd honestly. almost go. I'm sure they have their Discovery Plus journey. Uh huh. I'd love to watch them. I know we just did. Don't get me wrong. I've seen enough of Jovi and Yara, and all the the rags and tabloids. It's Jovi and Yara. Jovi and Yara. Jovi. It's like right. they've got their own publicity machine cranking right. stuff out. But I like to see beginning Jovi and now and yeah. just see what and I just think of that scene of him at their I guess their little party that turned into a big party 
uh-huh. and Jovi's there drinking and not yeah. being around her at all. It was just when she they learned that she was pregnant. Right. And they broke the news to his parents at the party. But everybody didn't know, and he right. left her alone while he was out cruising, right. ended up walking off of that interview. Yeah. So that's the same Jovi I think we see right. here. Clearly, he has not changed one bit from the beginning of the show. And that's the problem, because at the beginning of the show, he wasn't a husband, and he wasn't a father. And that's the difference. And, and Yara has changed. Right. And she's probably a little homesick. Right. I think you, as a mom or as a parent, I think Yara would probably, at this point, regret being around Jovi, except for Jovi is the one that gave her Mila. Right. So that would be, that's right. the, the equalizer right there. Right. Well, she wouldn't have Mila. Right. And of if course, it was the two of them right now, they probably would have already broken I'm up. assuming at this point there's nothing, well, there isn't. There's nothing on the earth that she loves any more than Mila. Right. And so there will always be something there for Jovi because Jovi gave her Mila. Right. Without Jovi, there's no Mila. You say, well, you'd have a kid with somebody else. But it wouldn't be that kid. It wouldn't be this child. And this child is special and unique. Right. Mike and Natalie. I don't know. This is nothing new, nothing surprising. She comes back and plays with the rat. Natalie does. Just the nastiest thing. It's just, like, gross. She comes in there, and the rat's crawling all over her oh, and in gross. her hair. And um, She's off to get her stuff with Juliana. Mike said it was nice to see her, but my heart sank when I saw the suitcase. Whatever. <laughs> wow. When she walked in, he rolled his eyes. His first thought, he said, was he was happy to see her. That was not his first thought. Right. His first thought was, oh, well, here's, here the bitch comes again. <laughs> because you can see it in his face. Mm. Rolling his eyes like he usually does. Right. I wondered who was going to get possession of the rat. Yeah. It's like, take the rat, leave, leave the cannoli. Yeah, I would have expected him leave to go, cannoli. oh, by the way, and I don't want the rat. You, you can take him with you. But no. Leave the cannoli? You know what that's from? No. It's the Godfather. Oh. They go out and oh, they... Yeah. Yeah, they end up killing the guy that ratted yeah. out Sonny. Yeah. That got Sonny killed. Uh-huh. So he took him out in the car. Yeah. And they caught, shot him. Said, take the, leave the gun, take the cannoli. Mm. Yeah. So Mike says, leaving is not the way to make change. Either you're in or you're out. And she picks up well, her stuff. I, and I guess, like, I guess, I you're, guess out. you're out. He said, don't let the door hit you. Where the good Lord split you. Uh, I'm like. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> a stitch in time saves nine. <laughs> any, what else? I don't know. Any other of those? Uh, I don't know. Don't pee on a hot fence. Or, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whatever. This is just a matter of coming. We knew where this was headed. Right. I think one of the funniest things I ever saw, and I I just congratulate the producers so much for staying in there and filming as Juliana comes back in. Oh my gosh! Because it's the awkwardest, Was that weirdest, not scene. the most bizarre oh, scene love that you could have imagined. The pauses, the silence. I think it's almost like somebody petting him on his hand, filming a TV show because she all that quiet. 
And she goes, she, all she says is, can I use your bathroom? Yeah, and then. Use uh, my bathroom, take can, my wife. You can always call me. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> she said, Mike, it'll be. And I think she thinks Mike's more distraught than he is. She said, it'll be all right. You have your job. You have your cat. <laughs> right. And then she, she hugs her, him. Starts petting him. Knocks, knocks his, his hat off. Puts it back on. <laughs> and then pets his hand. I was like, oh my gosh. This just gets weirder by the moment. Oh. This is just an awkward individual. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's he thinking? He's like, uh, we gotta, we gotta, somebody's gotta get. And Mike, you can always call to me. Oh my god! Like what? What the hell? Oh is this? my word! That was weird. That was the weirdest scene ever. Uh, can I use your bathroom? It's and, and it he really goes, sure. And then he goes, yeah, use the bathroom. Take my wife. <laughs> it was like a sitcom almost. Yeah. Because it it really was an awkward scene. You just loved All it. All kinds of weird. Yeah. Anything with Angela? Um, not really. I mean, no. She, she was still hoping to convince Skyla to give up her eggs, which I found amusing. And I've also found it amusing that Skyla went there knowing that that was her objective. Yeah, it's all a scene built and yeah, created. Yeah, and, so and says, I'm here only to hear this woman tell her why this is a bad idea. And she manages to do that. Yeah. I can't get past the point. Skyla is not her only daughter. Right. And I know Scotty can't be on the show. I get it. Yeah. But unless Scotty's had some kind of surgery, we know Scotty. she can crank out kids. We know her (laughs) eggs are good. That's And we know, I'm pretty sure, that they're in contact with each other. Well, sure, because she's got all of her kids. So Skyla's not the one, the only one that could deliver eggs for her. And I'm pretty sure. You know, I'm wondering if because she's a registered sex offender and her, the nature of her conviction with it being a um, younger person that she was involved with, I wonder if she is barred from being around the kids. I think she is. Around her kids. I think that's a part of it. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Nothing more. I think she, the price tag of, of the IBF was like a hundred thousand. Right. I'm not sure the value of what she spent on her surgery. It probably. Right. I'm assuming a lot of it got comped, for being on the show. Yeah, I don't know. That seemed like forever ago, doesn't it? It does. Angela said that she was, um, before, she was only thinking of herself before. And then later on, and she I said, said oh, "Really? Now she's only thinking of herself again, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, so it's not really any different. It's always." She just... said, "In all this time, she never looked at it from Skyla's position, right? And how a risk it would be for her, and could affect her health, and never thought of the weird relationship that would be at play." In the kid, that the kid would really be her daughter's kid. Her own mima. She'd raise it as a parent, but would actually be biologically grandparent. I mean, it's just weird. Yeah. How could you not have thought of that? Like that, she needed this doctor to tell her all this was was just like she had an epiphany. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Tiffany and Ronald. Oh, please no. 
I mean, wonder. Really, what can we say about it? And I know we're kind of in agreement on this. And, and so maybe, I don't know, if if maybe we're looking at it from the wrong way. No. Tiffany's impossible. She is impossible. Ronald's no catch, no. right? But there's nothing that he could do ever in his life to make her content or happy. She would probably be nearly impossible to live with. Yeah. Because at no point has she erred in any way. Right. She is, an, and she's a henpecker on top of that. Pick, 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 pick. I, I don't know who could tolerate that. Who would want to live like that? Well, not Ronald. No. So from what we know, if you haven't seen the preview of... Because what we have next week is the tell-all. And if you haven't seen the preview, you should see it. There's It's some two-minute-plus clip out there. And a part of it has got some, I guess... There was a scene here where Tiffany left and went into the hotel or wherever it was and got a drink. And right. she's there laughing and cutting up. Mm-hmm. About About Ronald, Ronald as right. Ronald walks in. And so he is not happy and says something. Right. Here you are laughing and joking, um, making jokes about me. It's... Uh, Glad you think it's funny. Yeah. You know, and so I can see her doing that at every right. moment she gets. You see it with the counselor. You see it with Ronald's mom. Every person she gets around, she slams she just belittles him. him. Right. She supported him the day he made the room that nobody sleeps in. That was the only time my man doesn't go get a bigger place. He makes a bedroom. And then she flipped it and started complaining about the, the fact cost. that he spent money making the room. Hmm. The one of the most insulting, you remember we heard Thomas talk about Andre, I mean, um, uh, Charlie and his five-year-old vocabulary. Uh-huh. As insulting as that is. It pales in comparison to what she said in that production van. She said that that he has a lack of thought process. And he is stupid. And he said, and what happens is somebody who just yells first. Without processing their feelings. It's linked to stupidity. And he is just stupid. Like, wow. Wow. And you're saying this to the the production crew about your husband. Right, and if you've listened to our last Inside Scoop, you know there's a little more to this also. And it all rang, knowing what we had heard, Right, rang so true when we saw this scene, because you could see yeah, this that whole there was a background there happening. And it all clicked and, and fell into place and made perfect sense, so... It definitely supported what we had heard. Definitely. So check out the Inside Scoop. Definitely. It was a uh, big one. (laughs) Right. I thought it was odd. We saw, and I think there's been some social media stuff go out there about the Ronald inspecting all the security cameras all the time. Mm -hmm. He's got cameras around the house. Well, I mean, he'll admit that South Africa is not really a safe place to live. Mm -hmm. He's just used to it. He throws down the gauntlet and says, the kids are here. Right. 
Uh, could... That's not going to go well. Yeah. Tiffany thinks she goes, I deserve better. And, and, and she said, I don't have it so bad back in America. Yeah, things well, are pretty good. Well, all she's been doing is bitching, complaining about how awful things are. Right. She was so exhausted from taking care of the kids that she couldn't wait for him to clean up the kitchen floor before she had to go and take a nap. I'm just exhausted from the kids. I need a break from the kids. It's so hard. I've been doing everything. Now it turns out that everything is really, it's not so bad. I it's had a it good life. I had it pretty good. It's... She goes, I probably ought to go. He goes, go. Go. Well, and she doesn't move. Yeah. He's like, go ahead, pack your bags. Yeah, Get back uh, to America. See ya. Go. What are you waiting for? <laughs> go. So. Yeah, who wants to live like that? I mean, and it's his house. So. Yeah. yeah, so the problem turns out, and what we don't see, since we know this is the last episode, is I'm. we know, I guess... She's going to go and pick up the kids She gets the mom. kids. Right. I wonder how all of that went down. That's the important part. of That's the camera crew we want to part Well, of. but you notice that, again, as I've said all along, he oh. cares for and treats... Daniel as his own natural child. Yeah. He did from the very beginning. He didn't say his that daughter. That is a real, legitimate love that she has never really acknowledged or appreciated, in my opinion. And what a gift that is mm. to be able to take another man's child and just wash from your mind that that's not your flesh and blood. And that's exactly what he did from the beginning, even before they were married. And that is a very special, treasured relationship that the two of them have between them. And you can see it in Daniel's face how much it means to him mm -hmm. that Ronald cares for him like that. And so to him, that is his dad. And so when he says, you can go, you notice his comment was that she could go. Yes. And that he was going you to keep can the go. children. You can go. He didn't say... She can go and take Daniel with her. He implied in the side interview that he expected to keep his children, not his child, there in South Africa because she had kept them from him for too long. And that was very telling to me. She didn't say anything about missing them while she was she going through not. all of this. I mean, they could have cut that out. I get that. Well, remember, she's so exhausted, she needs a break. Mm -hmm. She sounded, she rang a bit like Angela mm -hmm. during that part about, I'm not like the South African women. Yep. Who'll speak their mind. It really made me think, and now that we've seen that, that Tiffany and Angela have hung out a little bit. It makes sense. It, it makes a whole lot of pod. sense. I think knowing what we know, it's just to see how the tell-all goes. Yeah, they do have similar personalities. Mm -hmm. And it's not about being confident and independent. Not no, no. I'm it's confident and independent. Whatever. But I don't talk to people like that. I don't disrespect my spouse like that. Yeah. I that's think, what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Even though I do ride in the passenger side of the vehicle <laughs> more often than not. When we're going somewhere and I'm driving, you like stare at me. <laughs> <laughs> it feels... Awkward, it really does. Yeah, you don't ride in the passenger side. No, I really don't. 
So uh, maybe I'm going to start driving more. How about that? <laughs> well, I look at it like, you know, you commute a long way, a long time in traffic every day. Probably the last thing you want to do on the weekend is drive a car. Like, maybe you just like to sit. The last thing I want to do is go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. The flip side is that I'm locked away in the house with the kids all Charlie's probably more drunk more often yeah, than I think not. He is. Drunk or high yeah. and can't drive. Or filming or, 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 for his only or maybe his license is suspended. And that's entirely from possible. a number of DUIs. Also possible. Also possible. That is not That is entirely possible actually. Right. I think those are on that whole family's Got issues. Got issues with public intoxication. Yeah. That has been a problem of theirs. That fight was more than I hoped for. And I, it was a surprise. And when Andre said, you hit like a girl, I cracked up. We saw I it. Because I said it when yeah, I he, saw him throw up They were going away. Punch. Yeah, they had that. Um, he threw some fading right hand. And it was like, like a 10-year-old girl. Well, yeah, he really was a back foot and... If you're going to punch somebody, you don't, you're not leaning backwards. It doesn't do you right. any good. There's nothing that's going to happen. Right. So. Oh, he just, maybe he got me to the ground, but <laughs> he wrestled. I he sent about. You know, he felt the need to explain. Oh, most certainly. That, you know what that means. Is <laughs> he knew he said him like a girl. You lost. You that's lost. what it means. You lost. Right. He's trying to And it wasn't face. much of a fight. But is there any doubt? Oh, no. Andre would would just pound him into the ground. Right. I mean, there's not even a question. Between the two of them, you know, he, like I said, he, Charlie's probably was a bully, probably harassed a lot of kids in his time. But the difference between them is he was probably all talk. And he maybe even and when you're had, bigger. He maybe even had a group of friends around him who might have done some dirty work. Right. But it wouldn't be him. Let's be very the clear. The difference is that Andre would be the dude who, every time he saw you, did beat the crap out of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> he didn't have to say a word. <laughs> and let's be clear. Andre was a bouncer in an Irish bar. Yes. It doesn't get any tougher than that. Just That's think hard about as nails. It. Think about having to throw Irish people out of an Irish bar. Who are drunk and right. disorderly. And, I, and look. And Irish. And angry. And Irish. <laughs> right. Right. So, I mean, there's it's nothing. not a tougher crowd. In the boxing that. world, you know, right. that's it. They're the ones, right? right. You can't ones. knock these guys down. Nope. Andre, and he's a foreigner doing that. Uh huh. Hmm. That's a tough dude. He's a tough dude. Right. A big, tough dude. Who throws kegelbells in his backyard. Yeah. It doesn't, that's not the most manly of exercises. All I got to say is that Charlie better hope that every time he sees Andre from this day forward, that he's got a posse of people around who can intervene. He's gonna not. Say, he's here's going what Charlie's going to gonna say. <laughs> Publicly, he'll go, I, you know, I'll, I'll be, I'm not going anywhere. Every time there's a family gathering, <laughs> he's not Charlie's going to ask, is Andre coming? <laughs> Or he'll drive by the place, see his car, see his car, and, and not keep come. driving. Yeah, that's oh, I, I had an appointment. <laughs> yeah, Something came up. Right, I had a flat tire. I ran out of gas. Uh, I, I had a bathroom problem. I had some. Yeah, I <laughs> ate some bad fish. Some bad sushi. <laughs> right. 
Well, <laughs> next week and the next three weeks. I cannot wait for this tell We're going to have the other way happening, too, at this time starting. So I think we're probably going to do a combo the other way and happily ever after tell-all. You think? Is how we'll handle this. Mm. Because I don't know if you've noticed, Kelly, but we have quite a few oh, shows yes, going on. We do. I don't think that we could start the other way and do a happily ever. Because from what we expect, this is not going to be a normal tell-all. Yeah. As good as, t- as this episode was, the tell-all is going to be better. I'm convinced. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe we do something different with the tell-alls. Well, I think it should be a separate thing. We shall see. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode on Supercast at our Coupled with Chaos Network, on our Patreon at Coupled with Chaos, or as a subscriber to the Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple Podcasts. Details can be found in the show notes. You can also go to couplewithchaos.com to find details on your listening options. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at coupledwithchaos.